Hi, and welcome to The Art of Learning. The title of my podcast, The Art of Learning, kind of talks about the intricacies of the act of learning. It shows one side of what learning actually is. This past week, I was involved in a module testing for a chemistry education module. What stood out to me was this module testing was not testing how much the students knew rather it was testing how well the module as well as the instructor of the module could impart that particular education to those students and how students reciprocated that particular knowledge this brings me to a very interesting field of educational research education as a more formalized form of learning is an art and a science at the same time the art of learning and now a little more specifically the art of education is something we have been delving quite a lot in the past few episodes we are talking about how to present curricula how to put forth that knowledge that is the art part of it the science part is equally interesting it deals with the curating of curricula analyzing the responses of students towards the curricula the science and art of education intermeshes with each other to create this more holistic experience and that is why doing research on education is the most unconventional field in this world because you cannot apply typical traditional techniques to be able to do research in education it's not like doing research in chemistry or biology where you conduct a particular experiment and you get results that you can plot somewhere the kind of experiment that you conduct also matters when it comes to educational research you could conduct a case study you could conduct a survey you could conduct a lot of different methods that delves into research when it comes to social sciences the results however are quite subjective because there are not a lot of parameters that on which researchers agree on with which you can properly quantify education this is the direct effect of when a science and an art combine things become a lot more subjective things become a lot more intuitive there's a fun in that as well yes but doing research in such a field is a task my dear listeners i would want your focus to come towards a lot of the intricacies when it comes to the science and the art of education let me give an example of how i prepare for a class and let's see how well can you all point out the science and the art of taking that class so when i'm preparing for a class what do i do i decide on the topics to be taught if say i'm taking a class on say biomolecules i decide yes on this particular day i will be taking a class on biomolecules sure if there is certain previous knowledge prerequisites that the topics require i ask my students to revise those topics so in the case of biomolecules what do i do i would ask the students to get a basic idea of say what a carbohydrate what a protein and all of that and yet i would keep some material on those prerequisites ready just in case that the student themselves have had low amount of clarity on the topics that they are actually supposed to have a previous knowledge on then i start planning the flow of the class this is the art part of it because you are planning the flow from the student's perspective you as an educator have the knowledge already but your student does not 
So how would your student understand? What would be the points of difficulty that your student may have? What are the points that may go easier? That is the flow you need to figure out. These flows can be incorporated in your dynamic curricula, wherein you will be taking care of every single possibility of what the student needs to understand and what needs to develop. Incorporate those strategies, and that is where you start creating supportive material. So the supporting material usually includes a lot of presentations, visuals, graphs, diagrams and all. What I usually do is use supporting material just as an aid rather than the entire reference. Some teachers use it as an entire reference. I use it as an aid. There's no right or wrong method in that. The only thing that needs to be kept in mind is that this supporting material has to work alongside the flow of the class. So if you just noticed creating the curriculum the science presenting the curriculum the art and how much of intermixing there is to a certain point you won't be able to point out exactly what's the science and what's the art as well when i say i'm creating supporting material that science and art as well at the same time this is the true nature of education thus research becomes difficult but if you think about it educational research is extremely important to create those dynamic curricula to work on those new learning principles so if you as an educator or as a student as well need to understand the best way of learning things the best way of understanding how education works education research is your ideal source of information